When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Aston Villa 2, Fulham 1, an absolutely brilliant result that Villa needed. And, and we, can, we can talk about finer parts, uh, uh, finer details of the game later on. But from a galvanizing result point of view, that is excellent for Aston Villa. Absolutely perfect, picture perfect. Spurs have lost 2-1 to Wolves as well. Newcastle look like I think they've drawn 2 all with Bournemouth. We need the gods to be on our side tomorrow for Manchester United um, to not take full points in their game tomorrow. And this will be a really rosy weekend. But Aston Villa have done their side of the bargain. We've gone to Craven Cottage. We've won a game in Craven Cottage, which is something we found difficult to do over the last couple of years. And we've kept our charge towards what we're, we're now in the top four again. Uh, but we've kept our charge towards Champions League going. And that is brilliant. I am... Um, I'll be honest with you guys, like for for first time in a long time, I had actual pangs of anxiety uh, for the last, probably from about the 73rd minute on in that game. Um, I wanted this one and this one meant so much, I think, to, to, to our hopes going forward after the bad week that we've had from an injury point of view, moving forward and, and that late goal against Manchester United was an absolute kick in the nuts, but Moving forward, I suppose, and trying to get past that result onwards, this is huge. Winning away from home um, is 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 just huge, and we can take this every game from here on out. But you have to win this game today to give yourself the chance, and it'll be the same next week where we have to win that game next week to give ourselves the chance uh, to continue to go forward. Um, and I think Aston Villa did did a really really good job today. Um, I think they did a really, really good job. I was, I, I was very impressed with a lot of players out in the field today. Um, 
we can talk about Longley and, and, and maybe not taking control of the situation for their goal. I think it was really opportunistic from Anthony uh, Robinson. Fair play to him. Um, maybe the, once again, I'm going to say there's probably more communication needed for the goal that we scored, that we conceded. But the goals we scored were really, really good. They were really good goals. Ollie Watkins' turn and finish was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He's found the bottom corner. And his finish from that, from the, for the second goal was just excellent. Um, took his shot on nice and early. Didn't get anything muddled in his feet. His footwork was fantastic to dig that ball out. His run was brilliant. The pass was like caramel. Ollie Watkins, well done today. Absolutely really great. And, and to be honest with you, the, the referee gave him no protection. Um, at times today, for me, that was a stone wall penalty when when Issa Diop uh, fouled him in the box, and there's a couple of times when he was stood on, and you, you know, so he had a really tough day at the office, but he comes out on top with two goals. I saw Opta had a statistic up about him. He's been involved in 23 goals for Aston Villa this calendar or this this season so far. Only one player in Villa's history in the Premier League has been involved in more. And that's throughout the course of a whole season. And that's Dwight York with 27. And we still have 13 games left. The facts behind Ali Watkins are there. They're there. They're irrefutable. The numbers are absolutely irrefutable. Ali Watkins is getting the business done. And he got the business done today. And I'm absolutely over the moon with this win. This win is, is huge. It really, really is. And the next win we get will be huge. And the next win that we get will be huge. And it's not hyperbolic to say that. It's it's just true. True. We are in a position with this football club that we didn't expect to be at the start of the season, but this team are looking at themselves and going, we're very much every inch of a team that can stay here. And that belief is really, really important. The injuries that we've had and, and, and everything else, and then you see players go out there and have brilliant Brilliant games out there. Like there's, I thought John McGinn ran absolutely everywhere again there today. Um, uh, you know, Leon Bailey, the tricks that man's pulling out of his back pocket are fantastic. And 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 Ali Watkins is Watkins finishing again as well was was just fantastic for those two today. Pity he didn't have one of those in his back pocket um, against against United last week. But we can see he's come back, hasn't let it affect him, and he's won us this game today. My own mucker is, is here with me as well. I wasn't expecting you for whatever reason, Paddy. I wasn't expecting you uh, because you were away, but I'm delighted to have you. Well, you, you wouldn't have got me if, the, if an equalizer had gone in there. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <coughs> I'm, uh, I'm still still rattled by some of the decisions in the game and whatever else went on. But the most important thing, as I heard you saying there, is that we have come away from this with the three points. Because nothing else matters today. Absolutely nothing fucking else matters. Only the three points. Spores have been beaten as well. It's it's one of those games where we might look back and go, on another day we, we, we would have dropped three points here. I know we were talking about last week, literally gifting three points. This is a hard fought three points. And I wasn't expecting it to be as mm. hard fought as it was. And it wouldn't be as hard fought as it was if, uh, if the absolute imbeciles that are given whistles to go out and referee week in, week out, and the fellas sitting drinking tea in Stockley Park could do their job properly. It wouldn't have been. It would have been a walk in the park. The whole thing is a fucking shambles from the top down, and we shouldn't have to put up with it. And I love I love being able to give out about it when we've won the game instead of just whinging when we lose the game. So, like, to send out a yellow pack referee in a game like that where we're chasing Champions League football, I'm sorry, you didn't read the fucking room today. And I told you in the in the team sheet tantrum that the first challenge that went in would get a fucking yellow card. 
And the minute, the minute John, the minute John McGinn made the challenge, yellow card. Fucking shambles, absolute fucking shambles. And he was all over the place at the end, dishing out fucking cards like birthday cards at the end. Anyway, well, a lot of them were, were yellow cards for Fulham players. I thought Fulham got ratty towards the end. You could see yeah, Lucas sure. and just cleaves um, Luis at one stage. Yeah, yeah, bad, but. But he booked he booked Alex Moreno for the exact same challenge that he didn't give a penalty for. Yes. So go figure that one out. And and Paddy. And Paddy. I, I had I had a I had a tweet written it and I didn't send it because I knew we'd discuss it if we on the podcast, but um I can't remember who it was, but but McGinn gets shouldered off the ball. And then literally from the very next, the ball breaks and then, and actually gets shoulder in the back off the ball. And then the ball breaks and Alex Moreno shouldered shoulder with a player and wins the shoulder. And it was a free and yellow card against Alex Moreno, if I'm not mistaken. No, actually, it wasn't the yellow card that Moreno got there. No. But there was a lot of instances like that. Yeah, I was far from convinced by him. Um, like there was the whole refereeing situation today was just was just weird. The VAR decision was weird as well. I know we're going to talk about referees an awful lot, but, you know, he, there was some weird decisions today from him. The VAR one, I will never, ever get my head around that v, the, the lines for that VAR thing. That was ridiculous. The lines for VAR was ridiculous. The penalty decision that wasn't given was ridiculous. The fact VAR didn't even look at it. That, to me, like, Aston Villa should, Unai Emery, whoever, should make a point of saying something about that. Other teams are beginning to do it now, and other teams are getting away, uh, and not getting uh, any repercussions for it. I think we should nearly start to talk about it now um, from, a, from a club point of view. But let's not focus on the referee anymore. 2-1 win by Aston Villa today, Paddy. And I want to give some shout-outs to a couple of players. Emmy Martinez is just bloody brilliant. Like, he's just bloody brilliant. Like, the saves, he made some really good saves today. You you messaged me at one stage and said that uh, Tielemann should have put his chance away. And look, mm-hmm. at the, look at the save we look at at the end. It was all about the save. It was a great save from Leno. It was a brilliant save from Emmy Martinez. He was probably at fault for the goal, I think, judging by Longley's response to, to put his hands out the way he was. So I would, I would imagine that, that Martinez came and called, but he, he was never getting anywhere near it, unfortunately. But that that that's smacks to me that he called for that ball and never got there. But uh, yes, absolutely great save at the end to keep us in it. Um, was it at the end? It was just before the, the, the injury time, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, the save from Adama Traore. Yeah, absolutely, it was. I thought Clement Longley and Paul Torres looked really good as a partnership today. I thought they looked fine. Look, looked, you know, well drilled. Uh, they knew what they were doing. I thought Longley was really, really good today. Yeah, and and I said it at the start. I said, you know, people are going to blame Longley there. People are going to blame Amy Martinez. Blame Amy Martinez. I just think probably the communication overall needs to be a small bit better there. And I've said that about numerous partnerships that we've had at the back yeah. for Aston Villa. And, it's, and, let, look, and let's not forget it was it was one of those balls that are nearly impossible to deal with. It was a brilliant yeah. pass in a corridor so of uncertainty. I, wa- I wasn't uh, I wasn't pointing a, a finger there, but it just I just yeah. I'm just saying it looked like he did call for for the ball, and and as a result, it's it's led to a goal, but. Um, that that was my probably my only uh, criticism of Longley. He should have read the situation and realised that he was closest to the ball and should have went for it. But mm. we've 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 got out of this one unscathed. And uh, doesn't appear like we have any injuries or any suspensions or anything. No. Um, so just just happy to get out of it. Um, given the penalty that wasn't given, given the goal that that was chalked off, that probably shouldn't. And and look, the fans the fans are singing. Fuck VAR every time there's a decision made. VAR isn't the problem. 
it's not a problem around the world. It's a problem with PGMOL that can't use the facilities they've given to get it right. And I don't trust them. I don't trust any of them to get it right. Come on, what you <laughs> I, I, I think I think Howard Webb should actually stand down because he's made an absolute. He made if as if it was possible to make a bigger mess of this VAR situation. He's done it. So all those people have stepped down before him. <clears throat> in my view, is go and get Pierre Luigi Colina to come in and run the PGMOL, and he he will get well, rid of some of them. Some of them fellas are more interested in their haircuts than their than their whistles. But well, Forest have have just appointed uh, Mark Clattenburg as their referee analysis analyst. Sorry, was that, was that a joke? I no, that wasn't. That was Percy. Percy, John Percy revealed today that Forrest have hired Mark Clattenburg as the referee analyst. Maybe Villa need to do the same. Like maybe, maybe they should know, hire me. Maybe they, yeah, hey, Paddy, Paddy, Paddy. Um, <laughs> Jets, first of it. I can't. I, I I need you on the podcast. I need you on the podcast. But talking about let's yeah, forget about refs. We're in our time of we're in our time of great great joy at the moment. Uh, back to an A point buffer with Manchester United. Obviously, with United to play. Spurs losing today was a. a well, Gary O'Neill is like people are talking about. Rob Edwards should get uh, should get manager of the season if uh, if Luton stay up, um, and maybe he should. I, I look, you know, it's an amazing job that he's done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Gary O'Neill is just doing it again. Did it with Bournemouth last year. Doing it with Wolves this year, and and, and he gets a two-one win against uh, against Spurs today. But that uh, the reason I just bring that up is because we've now gone into fourth place. Our goal difference, we've an extra goal. Uh, we're nineteen goals to the good against Manchester United, and I think we're six goals now, seven goals now to the good. I think against Spurs, it, uh, and it's going to be these fine margins that the that, that, that it comes down to. I think at the end at the end of the year, um. So. That's another positive, I suppose, from, from from today. But the biggest positive is Craven Cottage has been uh, a sliding doors moment for us a couple of times, to, uh, you know, over the course of the last couple of seasons. So I said before the match today, go away and make it the positive sliding doors piece, whereby the positivity starts in Craven Cottage as opposed to immediately after Craven Cottage. Yeah. And I think we did that today. And, and, and that, you know, that was the most important thing. <clears throat> We've had a bad run. We, we even went absolutely. Up there when we were in the championship as well, so it hasn't yeah. been a happy hunting ground. Um, not not the hardest place to go, and it shouldn't be an unhappy hunting ground. And look, if if you'd have said to me before this match kicked off that we'd win two one, I'd have snapped your hands off for it. It's just the uncertainty at the end has has my blood pressure up, um, and and the not not awarding of the penalty has my blood pressure up. But I'm delighted that I can face into this week 
with, with less uncertainty than, than I had uh, going into this weekend. And uh, look, if if if, if it's going to take um, two one wins against teams that we probably arguably should be beaten by more, so be it. Once we're winning, mm. Man, Man United won a, won a Premier League that fo- that first one by scoring ninety third and ninety fourth minute uh, yeah. goals that you know when the when uh, whiskey nose was pointing at his watch to get the extra minutes on the clock. We we just need to be grinding out results. Be that beat them winning by one or or. or you know more. Once we're winning, everybody is happy. And once, once we, once we're not throwing away games like we did last week, then happy days. That just needs to keep on happening. We are a good side. There's absolutely no doubt about it. We're a good side. But uh, you have to give some some bit of credit to Fulham, who I thought were were managed particularly well, and and sorted out that midfield early in the second half and made it very hard for us to pass through them. Um, and look, we weren't we weren't perfect either. Um, there's a, there was a few there's a few occasions where I thought you know probably could have taken off Tielemans a little bit earlier. Uh, I would have taken off Moreno the minute Adama came on because you know he's more or less did I think yeah more late more or less did as as quick as he could. So I think I think I think today you can say that the the decisions for the the uh, substitutions were warranted, um, and the, you know we you didn't really want to disrupt it. Unless you had to, and then event- eventually it did. But I, I thought I thought Tielemans as the game went on looked leggy. E- even the one I said to you when him and Watkins were running through that time when he got the shot away, two of them looked like they'd lead in their boots running through. Um, like he he could have very easily come across there and uh, and and let Watkins go himself by dragging the defender out, but it didn't happen. But look, the 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 keeper made a great save in the end. But uh, look. It's it's three point three points that we're we're happy to have and we move on to the next one. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I think look, as I say, it was a real kind of a it was as there was a long stint done by the first eleven today, and I don't like I don't disagree with that. Uh, with the fact that the substitutions were made when they were made, I think we had a very good rhythm in this game, and I think Unai Emery would probably say the same in his in, in his post match uh, piece. Even though they scored their goal, we still had a good rhythm. Um, uh, you know we were we were comfortable for large portions of that that uh, that that game. Um, the like we we were we were getting midfield were getting things right again. You know midfield were getting things right. I think Tielemans was a big part of that. Obviously he was there. He did occupy the two lads, uh, Carney and uh, and Palina, and and then Carney just broke loose. You know for good portions of the second half and just decided yeah. he was going forward. And um, because they needed to, they were one nil down, and and they did come up with a slightly different setup. But um, yeah, no qualms with with Yuri Tielemans today. No qualms with the way midfield set up today. I don't have any qualms with any player that was on the field today. I thought everybody was absolutely fine. Uh, or, like obviously I'm understate when I say. Fine, there was some really good performances out there. I don't think there was anyone there that I would have gone, Oh, he got a bit of a roast in today or anything like that because there just wasn't. And uh, you know, Maddie Cash has gotten an awful lot of uh, of fingers pointed at him recently. I thought he was absolutely, I thought he was really good today. I was always fine, yeah. like you know, there was there was no no times where you looked at him and went, Yeah, actually, do you know what? I'd love to maybe bring somebody in here now to, to, to stem the bleeding. He did a really good job, and, and and we could see it in the first half specifically of him tucking in as that extra that, that extra center half, that that third right-sided center half with Longley staying in the middle and Pau Torres going out to the left-hand side. And you know, that's em, Emery doesn't care who you are. 
Uh, Emery doesn't care who you are. He wants you to fit into a system. And if he thinks that Maddie Cash can do that, and he's, he's done this last year as well, well, then so be it. Um, you know, absolutely so be it. And we remember last year that uh, when Maddie Cash was playing, um, or that, that when Una Emery first came in, he played Ashley Young there because Ashley Young didn't go um, so far forward uh, and, and maybe was better kind of tucking in there, albeit that he doesn't have the physical presence for, for uh, that centre-half position. Matty Cash, when he when he came into the squad last season, Unai was consistently coaching him on the sides. Now he's actually playing in that position, and he's looking. And today he looked absolutely every inch. Um, no no problem in that position today. So uh, delighted with that, and really really impressed with the back four as a whole. I was uh, today away from home, in a ground that you said, Paddy, that isn't known for its fireworks or its raucous fan base. And you know, call me silly. Uh, but like does does fold out come on Fulham signs? Um, they I, I just saw a couple of them beforehand, you know, and 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 look, they're they're fine. I don't give out to anybody for having those signs or anything like that. But it's it just that that was a very Fulham thing. It was a very Fulham thing. I, I would just say to right. to to see there. Um, but yeah, look, it's it's really good performance from Villa today. Two really well taken goals from Ali Watkins. Two brilliantly taken goals from Ali Watkins, and he moves on. Um, to 12 goals for the season and uh, 10 assists and just fair play to him. Just really good stuff. Yeah. Took, took the two goals well, I thought, uh, especially the second goal. Just one of those ones where he picked the spot and put his laces through it. What a pass, by the way, by Jordi Tielemans. Um I know like, <laughs> he looks like he's not fit. I don't think it's a case he's not fit. I think that's just the way he is. But by God, can he pick a pass? Can he, can he split a defence with a pass? And and, let, and look, he, he, he if a couple of passes went astray as well, short passes today, and that's fine too. This is going to happen in that area of the pitch. But what a pass for the goal, and what a finish by Ollie Watkins. And look, if we if we if we can get Ollie Watkins on eighteen or nineteen goals this season, we will get Champions League football. We've just got to feed him and get him into the right positions to put them away. And fingers crossed, today is a huge step to getting there, and I'm very very happy with the win, despite the fact that yeah. people are telling me to smile. I assure you, I'm smiling on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely. I'll do more. I'll do enough smiling anyway. Anyway, for everybody, I usually get given out to for smiling too much, Paddy. So it's uh, it is it is. What you it can't is. Win. You know, we you can't win. We balance yeah. each other out. We balance each other out. It's absolutely it's a good fine. job. People didn't hear from me after the match last weekend. Then then you would have saw what I was really like. There, there, there might have, there might have been a tactical not having you on the podcast last <laughs> last Sunday afternoon. <laughs> might have been tactical because uh, I think we might have gotten solicitors' letters if. Uh, <laughs> If we did, but um, that's all part of the game as well. Uh, I want to I want to talk a small bit, I suppose, about the 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 run that we were on, were going to go on now. And, and let me just share something. When I say the run, I mean just the run of fixtures. Not that I'm predicting we're going to win twelve in a row or anything like that. Um, but give me two seconds there. Talk amongst yourselves because uh, I was messing around with a numbers file here uh, uh, just to highlight who we have left to play and who Manchester United have left to play. Um, and I'm just going to keep on filling it in and seeing what we come up with. I will... Oh, sorry, guys. Pa Paddy, Paddy, Phil. Phil for me, my friend. Phil. Um, because this doesn't seem to want to open. What do you want me to feel? If I feel <laughs> I say my talk, talk about John uh, McGinn as captain. David Dwyer's David Ron Saunders never smiled either. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, and he's also uh, one of the first to say, "Do you want to bet against us?" And uh, 
Look, well, well, uh, well, I was I did go through a long period of of being a believer. The last week has been a tough week, so to come out of it today with three points, I think is absolutely huge for us all. Um, there's two two very winnable games coming up, and I think if we win the two of these, it puts us in the box seat. For uh, albeit that we we see that um, what's the guy's name? Paulinia. He's out of the Man United game now after picking up his tenth yellow card. Of course he is. Of course he's out of the Man United game. But anyway, that's life. Well, actually, I just realised I completely forgot. Um, and look, we don't look. Never bet if 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 it's not your thing, and and you know bet responsibly and everything. I put a bet on. I just remembered. I put a bet on Aston Villa to win. Jacob Ramsey to have a shot, regardless of whether it's on target, and Pellini to get booked. And it was eight to one. Would you believe? Very good. So I just remember that. So I think I just paid for dinner. Um, so let, <laughs> um, I'm just going to share up this here for you. Sorry there, guys. I know this is taking quite a while, but uh, so I'm going to share this uh, just so that we can see where we are with. Um, and I know I could have done this an awful easy, a lot easier way, but I'm just going to start color coding this as we go through the rest of the season and we can see where we are. So we won away against Fulham. So I'm just going to color code this. I know everybody is who looks at spreadsheets and stuff like that is going to give out to me for my spreadsheet usage or lack thereof. So we've beaten Fulham away. We're, spe- we're spelling uh, our name wrong. <laughs> well, that's fine. I, I am. I've the fattest fingers and the worst spelling in the world. So I, I never, I never get offended by it if anybody calls it out. Um, so we've done our job this week. Let's see what Manchester United do. But looking, I suppose, towards where we have, um, actually, I wanted to do this as well. Um, what, looking to where we have kind of similarities or games against certain teams that we're 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 both playing. Like this is a game where we're uh, we're both playing against City. We both have Brentford left. Uh, you know, it might be no harm just to kind of look through these and over the course of the next week, just see how we're faring against these teams that we both have left to play. Uh, we both have Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth to play as well. So it's just, it's just an interesting exercise because we're like, it's as simple as this. We pick up points against uh, teams that we, if we're both playing the same teams uh, over the course of the next few weeks and we pick up more points against those teams than they do, we win. If we win the race, it's as simple as that. And uh, I know that they've got some easier games than we do, but uh, let's let's keep an eye on this, I suppose, over the course of the next uh, the next few weeks and see where we are. But we've done our bit. We Forest next Luton, then we've got Spurs, West Ham. We're on a woeful run at the moment. Hopefully, they don't find form before before we play them. Then we've got Wolves at home, City away, Brentford at home, Arsenal away, Bournemouth at home, Chelsea at home. That's where I think we need to make hay. There are two games I think we need to make right after this season, after the way the season has gone, should I say. And then we've got Brighton away, Liverpool at home, and Palace away. And look, it's we have a fighter's chance. You know, after these next three games, it's a, it's going to be an 11-game shootout. And I think we have a fighter's chance to get into the, in, into the Champions League. And as I've said before, mitigate your disasters. Uh, mitigate your, your injuries, mitigate your disasters and concentrate on what you can do and concentrate on what your positives are and see what we see what we finish up at the end of the season. Um, well, personally, personally, I think that of, of all of the run, the most important part of this run is the run between now and Manchester City. We know we're going to get fuck all at Manchester City because we never do. And if we can win the two games either side of Spurs, and let's face it, we can beat anybody at home and give Spurs a good rattle. So it's those five. It's the next five games I think are vital in our season. If we if we come out of those five games with four wins, I think that's astronomical for towards the end of the season. 
I, I, I'd struggle to see how we could throw it away at that stage. But then again, we're Aston Villa. We're we're well used to throwing things away, and I will be worried no yeah. matter what. But I just I just think we can beat Forest, we can beat Luton, we can beat West Ham, and we can absolutely beat Wolves. And that's one I'd like to turn over after after uh, after uh, what happened at their ground as well. So. Um, and those th- these next five games are our most important five games of the season now. And if we can come out of them with four wins, maybe even four wins and a draw, I think we'll be absolutely huge in the grand scheme of the league. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and like these, I just for posterity's sake, I started filling in wins and losses and draws here. I've been overly optimistic in some areas. I've been overly pessimistic in other areas here with these two, uh, I think, Bournemouth and, and Chelsea. And obviously, I'm, you know, we're not going to get all these results right. I think I've been pretty fair with the Manchester United results as well, uh, you know, over the course of the next few games. Uh, but uh, we'll see where it pans out at the end of the year. And I will hide these I tell you more. what, Neil, I don't like the fact that you have... Uh... We're not going to win a game between Wolves and Palace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, and as I say, that's where I've been overly, because as I say, it's what's sphincter syndrome. You know, it's squeaky bum time with regards to that, whereby, um, you know, it could just be that mitigation situations there. I, I Look, as I say, I was overly optimistic in the early games. I know I was overly pessimistic as we get towards the, the, end, of the end of the year, but um, it's, you know... Hey, good thing I don't have a crystal ball because if I did, I would be worried seeing those results there as well. Um, but look, we'll see where we go. We've got three points today and it's up to Manchester United to get three points tomorrow. And then if we get three points next week, it's up to Manchester United to get three points and so on and so forth. Um, we can exert pressure on Manchester United as we go through this, uh, through, through the, the towards the end of the season. And let's do it. Let's play, let's play the way we do. Let's win 1-0. Let's win 2-1. Let's... You know, be be structured and be organised, and uh, we still have this in our own hands. So, uh, so let's go forward and take it. Um, I think we're going to end it at that, guys. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. There's, Jesus, there was nearly seven hundred people at one stage watching. Really love you, every single one of you, and thank you so much. Wonderful performance by Aston Villa today. Wonderful win by Aston Villa today. We can kick back now for the rest of the weekend and and, and wait for the for, forest uh, at home. Uh, to come in our next game but thank you so much everybody for watching and i hope you have a fantastic weekend and you stay safe and you stay healthy and all that's left to say is up the villa up the villa sports social podcast network